Hello and welcome to another podcast. I am Coach Martin Manila here and I am from ESL, BusinessEnglishExpert.com and Initial-Impact.com. It's lovely to have you with me. If you're seeking assistance for your English as a second language or you're a native speaker and wanting to improve your confidence, your pronunciation or maybe just your general style and presentation, you're in the right place. Also, if you're looking for interview practice or maybe to launch your business overseas, I can absolutely help you. With over 25 years in business, a multiple entrepreneur myself, and coaching students worldwide in all time zones and over 740 students now so far this year, I am the coach for you. If you love the session, do check out the link down below. Don't miss it though, it's going to be going soon, so grab it while you can. Today I'm continuing a theme about Arabic students, particularly when it comes to writing, because I'm getting the most requests from you. So remember, this is your podcast. If you're a different nationality, if you want to hear more about the issues that your particular nationality are facing, then let me know. If I don't know you need that information, I can't help you. But at the moment, loads of Arabic students writing in. So thank you so much for your contribution to the program and making this an exciting time for all of us who are listening in. Now, remember, if you're not from some of these regions, the tips that I'm going to share here are also relevant for you. Okay. So don't be thinking this doesn't apply. You can absolutely still get benefit. And of course, remember, you're likely going to be working with many people from different regions around the world. So it's helpful for you to understand some of the areas okay, that some nationals will struggle with so that when you're listening in meetings and you can't work things out, you understand why. You understand what's going on and maybe it will help you understand them okay, as to how they are absolutely trying to communicate but not quite hitting it right. Okay, so this is a very important thing for you too. So don't don't be afraid to listen in and carry on listening here. So let's just discuss some of the problems here. We're looking specifically again back in Saudi here, and the reason is this: there was a research paper done fairly recently looking at two groups of female students in a Saudi university, and um, we are still seeing lots of writing errors turning up, and possibly this is because in the past, before the 2030 vision. Um, what was occurring was that obviously women in Saudi were being segregated from men and also restricted to certain access okay, to cross-cultural conversations, discussions, and of course travel. So this means that you are limited or were limited to how you could practice and understand and pick up, pick up actually better English as you went along. All right. Now, before we get into this, I just want to discuss why it's really important that we know what we're doing with our writing. We may think that from time to time it's okay and writing isn't as important as speaking, but trust me, it can be just as important. And I'm going to give you some examples of some very amusing signs from around the world that prove the answer to this, okay, that it is really important. So outside a Hong Kong tailor shop, there was a sign that said, ladies may have a fit upstairs, okay? Now that isn't quite what they meant because a fit is a seizure, and I'm sure you don't want any of your customers having a seizure upstairs like epilepsy, right? So ladies may have a fit, which probably actually ladies may have a fitting upstairs, but of course that's not what they wrote. In a Rhodes tailor shop, there's a bit of a theme here, right? Order your summer suit, because is big rush, we will execute customers in strict rotation. Okay, this is my favorite. So basically they've just declared that you need to order your summer suit, and there's a big rush, so they're going to kill you basically in strict rotation. They're going to execute you, right? I believe what they were trying to say there is, you know, because there's a huge demand, there's a huge demand, so we will be processing the orders in strict rotation, all right? But context is everything. Execute, you can execute a command, an order, of course you can, 
but executing customers? Absolutely not. You can't. You don't want to kill your customers, right? Bad for business. All right. In an East African paper, a new swimming pool is rapidly taking shape since the contractors have thrown in the bulk of their workers. <laughs> now, clearly it's a swimming pool, so if you throw it in the bulk of your workers, it makes it sound in that sentence like they've thrown all of their, pretty much all of their, their contractors into the swimming pool, right? Which isn't the case. They have put them to work on the swimming pool project, all right? Okay, so probably a new swimming pool is rapidly taking shape since the contractors have allocated most of their workers to the project would be the correct native written sentence. Okay, last one. Are you ready? This is my favorite, possibly. In a Vienna hotel, it says, in case of fire, do your utmost to alarm the hotel porter. <laughs> All right, I think we don't want to alarm the porter, but what we do want to do is alert him. Or her, right? Okay, so you can see why writing is really important. It can change the whole meaning of what you're trying to say and lead to some very embarrassing howlers. Now, what is a howler? Well, howling with laughter means literally, oh, you, you know, your your sides were splitting. I was tears were rolling down my face. My sides were splitting. I was howling with laughter. It was so hilarious. That's how you use it. Howling is like a noise that dogs make or wolves make, right? And if you're like, oh, right, okay, you can imagine when you laugh so much, you're just like howling, right? Okay, so we call it making a howler, something that somebody else would find extremely amusing or even yourself. It's a howler. So you say, I made a howler today. I can't believe I said this at work, right? Okay, that's how you would use it. So we don't want you really making howlers, not if we can help it, okay? Um, let's look at the biggest issue, though, that we are finding. This is going to help you if you're from Saudi. Um, man or woman, it doesn't matter, but these were, this was a study for uh, Saudi women because we were interested to see exactly what's happening here and why are Saudi women not, not making as much progress with your writing and just general um, English, even though you're, many of you are accomplished English majors, okay? We need to understand what is going on. So this is why it was done, okay? So when we think about it, the biggest ones that were found turning up in the study, the first one, spelling. Okay, spelling mistakes were everywhere. So look at your spelling and make a definite conscious decision to practice your spelling and be sure that you're getting it right. Okay, because this was the, the top one, the number one thing, okay, for both sets of students, followed by tenses. So grammatical tenses, okay, which tense are we in? Then we also had an issue with capitalization, clearly because in Arabic there is no such thing as capitalization required, so it is confusing. So check your spelling your tenses and capitalization. The next one is prepositions. This caused a lot of problems. Is something on the table, in the table, under the table? Where is it? Okay. Prepositions form a big part, a huge part of these errors. Okay. Also punctuation for both groups and word order. You know, because of course in Arabic, sentences are definitely designed very differently to English. And we get a lot of these runover sentences too that are acceptable in Arabic and in fact, welcomed and expected but not so in english so word orders can get mixed up we also found that there were a lot of uh, verbosity now what is verbosity okay verbosity is using far more words than required okay to it doesn't actually add anything more to the sentence so i'm going to give you some examples this is from the actual study so i don't know more about studying in university but i think it will be good and nice okay so you don't need good and nice because actually good and nice mean pretty much the same thing. Okay, so you don't want that. You just want, I don't know more about studying in university, but I think it will be good. I think it will be nice. One or the other, okay? 
Try this. The travel between the cities is very easy and simple. Well, they mean the same. Easy and simple, both the same. You don't need them. Okay, so take one out. So the travel between the, the cities is, is simple, okay, or very easy. Then we've got this one, okay. Um, the city has a lot of garden and park. Well, there's something wrong with this on several levels. Firstly, the city has a lot of gardens. You have to use the plural, gardens and parks, okay. But in general, a garden and a park are quite similar. And I guess in this case, the person is talking about parks, okay, rather than gardens. We might use gardens more to refer to people's residential gardens, okay. So if you're talking about a public space that is full of grass and greenery, you might refer that to a park where all the public can go, okay. Unless, of course, it is known as a, you know, a big garden, a local public garden, then you would call it a garden. You get my point, okay. This one here, next one, it gives the person power and strong. Now, there's clearly two things wrong with this. I'm sure you can spot it, okay? It gives the person, it should be power and strength. But actually, power and strength, pretty much are interchangeable, can mean the same thing. It might be slightly different, but you don't need it. Either gives the person power or gives the person strength, okay? Then try this one. He was very intelligent and smart. It speaks for itself, doesn't it? Intelligent and smart, same thing, okay? And the last one, we can visit our family and friends by easy way. Now, what's wrong with that one? Let's think about that last one because it's a little bit different to the others. We can visit our family and friends by easy way. There's too many words required. What would you do with that? Well, let's look at it. We can visit our family and friends easily. Okay, so you just want to strip out three words and replace them with one. That is advanced English. You use less words to say more. I know it sounds weird. Most students, when they try to move to advanced business English, think they've got to get very verbose. Now, you don't, okay? Basically, less is more. So that's really important. So verbosity in the students' writing here was a big problem. And that was transferring, obviously, from what is expected in Arabic. Because sentences in Arabic and Arabic discourse is very embellished, highly embellished, I would say. Exceptionally embellished. Listen to those words, all right? Okay? Extremely, massively hugely, greatly embellished. Right, okay. So, uh, and the, this is one thing I also must comment on. I've noticed this so much, actually, when I'm working with Arabic students and studying um, Arabic um, documentaries and discussions online. The use of very. Very is a popular word for some reason. And nobody is moving beyond very. So try to use all those lo lovely, lovely words I've just given you there, if I can speak. Um, it's been a very long day. Um, and basically try to use them, okay? Highly, exceptionally, massively, hugely, absolutely, right? Get those other ones in and use them, please, okay? Also, we were finding there were some formal errors in some of the words um, and also additional issues, okay, with regards to those spelling errors that I mentioned, all right? Now, the biggest one, obviously, is replacing and switching around the P and the B, okay? Because of the issues with the P and the B pronunciation in Arabic, okay, this was getting used in a very um, strange way, shall we say. There was one example where someone was commenting about a cemetery and saying it was the pest, the pest, the pest cemetery, okay? Well, the pest cemetery, the pests are like insects, right? Not the best, but the best pest. And you don't want to say it's the pest cemetery, right? We don't have cemeteries with pests as far as I'm aware. So these can lead to some big howlers, right? Okay, so we don't want that, okay? 
And we often hear other things like this. So he was very polite, meaning polite, but we're using a but sound, okay? Um, we can sometimes have um, other issues too. So for example, I'm gonna give you, I'm just looking down here at some of the examples on my screen. And for example, we had another one where they said they don't take their mother's sandwiches anymore. They think it is embarrassing with a put instead of embarrassing, right? Okay, so these are simple spelling mistakes and they are simply made because of how the phonetics are. In Arabic, okay, you're mistaking the put and the but sound and you're even putting it into your writing. So please watch out for this, okay? Because it's really, really important because it's going to change how you come across. If people are reading your writings and you've got this, then it makes you look like you don't have quite the intellect that you do. And that's a real crying shame. Okay, So these are the major ones that I'd like you to focus on today. And take a look at what I'm discussing here. Check and see if you're producing some of these lexical errors. And if you are, I would like you to practice focusing on them and ensuring that what you're writing, we check for these areas. Okay, So check for your spelling. Check for your capitalization. Make sure that you are not putting in those phonetic okay, errors with the P and the B in particular. Right? That is a big area too that is a problem. Right? And also look at the tenses. Make sure you get the past, the present, the future, the present continuous. Are you using the right ones or not? Okay? Because if you're not, again, it's going to really cause a problem with how you're understood. A lot of things um, can be causing a problem, but those are the main ones. And of course, the extra words. You don't need verbosity. You want to strip it down nicely. If you're struggling with any of this, if you think that you need some further assistance, maybe you'd like me to take a look at your writing, you can use my OET and IELTS writing service task. You can go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. You can purchase yourself 10 tasks and you can then send me 10 writing tasks or I can set them for you if you don't have any specifics you, you want to use yourself and we can help you double check what's going on with your writing, correct them as required and assist you to get these ironed out. That's a nice idiom. To iron out your errors means to eliminate them from turning up. That way you're going to feel so much more confident okay, about what you're turning out when you're writing or perhaps when you're even trying to do circulars. You know, when you're at work, you have to do minutes, you have to write reports, these reports have to be right. And we don't want you spending hours deciding and poring over them, that's a nice expression, thinking, is this right? Have I got this right? Is this making sense? Okay, so let me help you. You are clearly facing a challenge if you're in Saudi Arabia, but it's not impossible. I want to really assist you. This is going to be my goal for this year and next is to help as many students from that region, but all Arabic students to improve. And of course, you can sign up to be the first to join my specific 2030 Academy. Um, this is going to focus heavily on support just for Arabic speakers alone, because that is my specialty. Um, it does embrace men and women, so don't worry here. We are completely welcoming of all gender identities, including non-binary people. And I would just say though, is that we are giving a specific focus on some female Saudi student issues because we know it is a big challenge. There is a gap and we want to try and bring it up to the same level as your male peers, okay? So this is, uh, this is a safe space for you all to come and participate in, join together with myself, and let's try and help you get your English to where it absolutely needs to be to take full advantage of the 2030 and the vision for Saudi. All right, take care, everybody. Stay safe and I'll see you soon.
and sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.